0: That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us.
1: Peter has clearly...
0: Never seen how athletic an
1: alligator is. I have seen a 12 foot alligator stand up on his tail in 10 feet deep water. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co host, I'm Peter Bielman. I'm Cecil Davis. And we are just having a conversation, inviting you to listen in and see if we can talk without Googling or fact-checking each other. That often kills the conversation, and it might be a little more entertaining to hear us not Google and talk right from our brains.
0: And I demonstrated this uh, just today to someone. They were asking what the podcast was about, yeah. and it was following a question about how far is 1,500. What, what is the 1,500 race? And so we Googled it. It's fifteen hundred meters. Okay. But we were saying, is it meters or yards? And I said, see, this is exactly what we're talking about. We already know the answer. The conversation's over. We're not going to talk about it anymore.
1: Well, what if had you not Googled it? What would you have done?
0: We've been sitting there debating whether it was yards or meters for.
1: Should we debate it now?
0: It is. Uh, well, I know the answer now.
1: But why? Why do? Why is it meters? I don't know. See that's the thing. If we still don't know, we still don't know the details behind it.
0: This goes back to what we talked about before: is why do you put metric and standard in the same car? Why don't you just pick a system? In fact, I think that was the name of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's just, just pick, pick one. one. Yeah, that's right. What episode was that? I don't know. That was probably that was early on in our fledgling careers as podcasters. But in the same vein of that, tonight's episode is a what is what. Well, we know
1: today uh, is Memorial Day weekend and we understand that folks are out of their rhythms, and you're probably not listening on time. and That's, <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. But uh, if you need something to listen to on, the, on your drive back from the beach, uh, we hope that you joined us, and I hope you have a safe trip back from the beach or from the mountains or from family, or maybe you're sitting in the backyard having a cookout or making barbecue, and instead of having on your favorite Spotify playlist, You've jumped right to the podcast, because we're on Spotify and any other platform that you listen to your podcasts right. to. The,
0: um, yeah, so Happy Memorial Day, uh, or Happy Memorial Day weekend, That's right, we s- celebrate all weekend.
1: But what we thought we'd do, it's been a while, Cecil, since we've read from the mailbag. I know. We have lots of mail. I'm excited. Now, granted, it's six months probably worth of mail. And what well, It do you takes think? a little while. It takes a little while to become a lot of mail. <laughs> so here we, here we are. So we want to um, just respond to some of the emails and text messages you all have sent us. Yeah. Uh, some of these are very funny. Some of these are informative. And some of these are just for your information only. And yeah. some we need more help on, by the way. Oh, yes. We're still trying to figure this out. We have, well, like, Let's go ahead and talk about that one. Episode... Um, 84. 84,
0: signed, sealed, and arrested. We are still struggling through. What is the question? So the question is, is the uh, Post Office a federal agency? Right. U.S. Postal Service. Right. UPS.
1: Federal agency, is it a a private business? Right. Um, Because, you know, we talk about they advertise. Yeah. Yet the president, I remember this happened. The president appointed the postmaster general. Correct. Several years ago, when the post office was having all kinds of problems, what were so? What was the problem? then? were, the, were I people like were people like getting their tax returns or something? I don't remember. There was some kind of deadline that was going on. Maybe it was the Christmas holiday season, and
0: packages were right. just completely late. So, our avid listener Christy uh, sent in on the uh, secret text line. Um, she said, I want to know the answer to the question that we posed. And so here is a partial answer. Okay. It is an independent agency of the executive branch. Okay. So it is a federal agency. Which makes sense because makes the sense. Right. Ma- postmaster general was appointed. But most federal agencies answer through a cabinet secretary. Okay. The USPS does not. It, answers, it, is a, it is a independent agency of the executive branch. So that that's still all I know. That's yeah, that
1: still comes to the question: Are they funded by the federal government or supplemented? Are there, you know?
0: Is there, are they supplemented by it? Well, you pay for stamps and postage, so you're paying into it, right? Maybe not full freight, but right. Yeah. The
1: question is: Are they are they subsidizing it to make yeah. shipping a little bit less expensive? I don't think they are because the rates at the USPS versus UPS versus FedEx, they seem to be pretty
0: much the same. So, we need your help. We need more information. We have gotten this far. It's the independent agency of the executive branch. But what does that mean? That's
1: right. We, don't, we, <laughs> we really, we really do, don't know what that means. So, what's the next mailbag you got? Hey, let's go way back uh, to episode 45. Wow. Rasslin'.
0: Oh, we got a new listener for that. We just had a new shout-out. His name is Mark. Mark, new listener. Uh, he, said, uh, he said on the podcast platform Podbean... That uh, he just started listening to us and wrestling. He was listening, he was looking through all the titles, chose wrestling, and it was everything he wanted it to be.
1: Yeah, he said, was looking through the titles of these podcasts and saw this, hoping it was what I thought it was, and you delivered. Fun (laughs) listen. And if y'all don't remember what that was about, that was about wrestling a bear. Yes. I think that's where we'll stop there because yeah. we don't want to be a we don't want to spoiler. spoiler. Go ahead and listen to episode forty five. I think you'll find it pretty inter- entertaining, and maybe even even interesting. And thanks for listening, Mark. Yeah, Mark, thanks a lot. What else you got in the mailbag? The old mailbag. So let's go. Let's go back to episode seventy two. Okay. So that one is entitled "Spanking Gators." <laughs> so this is where I recount. Being in a canoe, coming across an alligator floating in the water next to me, and I just gave him a swat with my canoe paddle. Yes. Some people.
0: There's been a lot of questions about this.
1: Especially listener number one. He was not, he was not, <laughs> he really was really thinking about withdrawing any support from me right. for doing such a dumb thing. Clay says this in an email to the TDSR podcast at gmail.com. That's tdsrpodcast at gmail.com. That's our web. That's our email. He says this. Peter has clearly never seen how athletic an alligator is. I have seen a 12-foot alligator stand up on his tail in 10 feet deep water. The gator stood on his tail, spun 180 degrees, and snatched the fish hanging from a line on my rod so fast I had no time to flinch. A five foot gator could own his canoe if it became <laughs> obstinate. Okay. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. But I wasn't. I was. I. I didn't have a fish, so I wasn't too worried about it. The gator was pretty. Pretty slack.
0: So. Did he? Uh, he had another comment too.
1: Right? Oh yeah. So this goes back to the squirrels. I guess this is the wildlife episode. Yeah. So he he addressed the wildlife episode, which was number which was number 67. He writes, I have observed many falling squirrels. The first two times I observed the fauna caused my further study of the furry-tailed critters. I noted that squirrels would chase each other furiously through the trees. One squirrel would catch up to the other, and there would be some quick thrashing. The squirrel that caught the other squirrel would then fall from the tree. My theory is that the male squirrel falls from the tree after getting a nut, so to speak. It's a
0: good letter. Thanks for writing in, Clay.
1: Again, that was episode 72, Spanking Gators. And check out episode
0: 67, Wild New Year. So uh, we also got a comment from an old one, episode number 20 from David, Lord of the Filters. Uh, I actually got a whole PowerPoint from uh, from David. Ooh, a PowerPoint! PowerPoint. I've not seen this because he. i sorry, I had sent it to you. So he had to address the problem of people leaving coffee. So Lord of the Filters was about uh, the coffee culture at work and how it disintegrates quickly. Yeah, it starts off as a utopia. Starts off as a utopia, disintegrates very quickly. So he had a PowerPoint that he did his work showing um, people who had left the burner on and would scorch coffee. Oh, that's the worst. He calculated the amount of money that would be wasted if you just went ahead and poured that little bit of coffee out. And it actually comes in, if you calculate it, under $20 per year. If you throw away coffee. If you throw away that little bit of coffee that you should throw away or, or drink. go and cut drink or throw it away right. and go ahead and cut the burner off, yeah. it is less than $20 a year. All right. And so his solution was like, here's $20, I'm putting it into the coffee kitty, pour out the coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. So thanks for that letter. That's a good one. Yep. In episode 85, define that don't sound right. Uh, in, case in case you're new to the podcast, we, we often will abbreviate that don't sound right with TD, the letters TDSR. Yes. So if you see TDSR reference in our talk or in our website, that's just sure for that. Don't sound right. I have to remind myself of that sometimes, but that's what it means. But anyway, at, at episode eighty-five, define TDSR or define that. Don't sound right. We got a text from our brand ambassador on the super secret text hotline. What was he
0: saying? The uh, so he actually does listen to us on one and a half speed. So he listens to us speed up. In fact, I think uh, Giorgio also listens to us. In one and a half speed? One and a half speed. Or he listens to podcasts, I think, in one and a half speed. In generally, he listens yeah, generally listens to podcasts.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have yet to listen to a <laughs> podcast faster than one.
0: I think probably a lot of our listeners listen to us fast. Just go ahead and get through it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, if, if, you, if you have, I mean, it makes sense. If you have a 15-minute commute, mm-hmm. then go ahead and speed us up. You'll get us in in 15 minutes. Yep. If you have a 30-minute commute, no need to speed us up unless right. you're worried about falling. Just turn the volume down in that case. Right. Just, you'll, you'll get there eventually.
0: Thanks, Brent, for sending in that text. So, listener number one has also sent in several um, emails and super secret texts. Uh, one was about the um, episode 79, That Don't Taste Right.
1: Oh, uh, we've got a lot of information yeah. from That Don't Taste Right. Let me, uh, let, yeah, we'll start off with Brent's text. He sent us a picture of a bag of goldfish, and the bag of goldfish is seasoned with Old Bay, so it's Old Bay seasoned goldfish, which I detest goldfish to begin with. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow, I can't stand them. Wow, especially the cheese kind. Really? Why? Yeah, because they smell like vomit, uh. <laughs> and so every other. Fish shaped item just has this negative connotation for me. Now, however, you know, I grew up in Annapolis, Maryland. Yeah. And I grew up around fish boil, crab boils, and um, shrimp and seafood, and Old Bay was used all the time. Yeah. In fact, this camp I went to. They would season their French fries with Old oh, Bay nice. seasoning, yeah. and you know that's very nice. Yeah, it's it's tasty. It's definitely a nice change. Of, Are you gonna try these? Change of pace. No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. But that one's only. That's too risky. What was the other ones we got on that don't sound right? Oh, uh, that don't. Oh taste yeah, right. that don't taste right. So, uh, Peter,
1: Peter's another listener. He actually, he and I went to that camp where they seasoned. French fries with Old Bay. he sent me uh, sent us a picture yeah. of some c- coffee creamer. And he writes here, for those of you that don't like your coffee black, and it's a picture of coffee creamer that is peeps flavored. Yeah, so that was the episode again where we talked about the peeps flavored Pepsi, the right. Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling that if you drink coffee, with peep-flavored creamer. That will taste like you burped up peeps
0: and coffee. <laughs> I'm not for peeps flavor. I'm, I'm barely for peeps in their natural form, much less anything flavored like peeps.
1: Another, uh, another email we received from that episode was from Bill, and he is a co-worker of mine. Uh, he, he, he says, loved the episode and laughed out loud a few times. There are many more oddities that snack companies took too far, but you asked for any success stories. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. And this is the one he calls out. See if you agree. Starburst jelly beans. Absolutely. Isn't that? That was a hit. That was a hit. Yeah. It is the only jelly bean we buy now around Easter. I don't even think you can find those old flavored jelly beans with the mint, licorice, cherry flavors anymore. The Brocks. Yeah. The Brocks, yeah, the the, really, they were big jelly beans with yeah. a thick crust on them and it had yeah. some flavors that were...
0: Well, I mean, because now they're up against Starburst, which are great. Yes. And they're up against Jelly Bellies. Jelly, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Right. Going back a little bit further, we had a nice email from Darlene talking about episode number 70, which is titled Hold the Mayo... That's a pretty uh, interesting one where we talk about the different salads and dishes that people have cooked up in the past, especially Mm -hmm. in the South. She says, after listening to your podcast, I looked up what an aspic is. And she leaves leaves a, a, a link. And she says, I don't plan to ever eat a gelatin that includes or is made from meat (laughs) she has the little shiver emoji in there the dream loaf recipe sounds more like a nightmare recipe but I do make a delicious cranberry salad for Thanksgiving that includes fresh ground cranberries, cherry jello, and other yummy things. Thanks for the convocation, guys. I appreciate what y'all are doing. Thank you, so, Darlene.
0: Yeah, so I challenged her to, uh, she has a book club, to make some of these recipes for her book club. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Have, so, we, have we heard anything about that? I have not that? heard that she's done that. I don't know that anybody would ever make any of the recipes that we posted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. So there is one unknown, uh, not unknown, but unnamed listener who uh, suggested in the secret line that I need to take you to the swamp. Take me? Yes, take you to the swamp so that you can experience what I described as the swamp. Yeah? In in contrast to what you grew up knowing as the swamp.
1: Oh, right, you know, right, because
0: yeah. I asked a lot of questions. You asked about, a lot of questions about the swamp. And I
1: just, yeah, I just yeah. didn't compute. So like for... And, I mean, I think we could have had a whole episode on that on the swamp. Oh, that, the swamp that don't is. sound right
0: because you grew up in Florida, which is basically the whole well,
1: state can be a swamp. Well, yeah, I mean, I grew up, yeah, yeah, Florida. Yeah. There's lots of swamp. You just don't mess around with swamps in Florida. Yeah, I yeah, mean,
0: yeah.
1: and then even North Carolina, there's the Great Dismal Swamp. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you hang around, hang out around there, but yeah. can't I have, imagine. I have anything.
0: driven through the Great Dismal Swamp. Right, don't it was long. A long drive. Oh, well, through if you're area. gonna hang yeah. out there. Yeah, this. uh Yeah, so there's at least the Lisa suggestion that I need to take you to what we refer to as the swamp.
1: Maybe we should have a live episode recorded there from the swamp. Maybe just be you and me though. I don't think anyone yeah. else would be hanging out with yeah. us. Or yeah. uh, maybe weird. whoever whoever the uh, the super secret uh, yeah. commenter was, maybe yeah. they can
0: join us. That's right. The uh, we could we could have a fish fry right down there in the swamp. Oh, all right. right? Yeah.
1: Sprinkled with Old Bay seasoning uh, and some peeps. goldfish and some peeps. Oh <laughs> man, this is this is turning out to be an epic episode. So, is there anything that was that the end of the mailbag? Uh, last one. I think I think we can close with yeah. this one, Cecil. Um, Dave sends, sends in a uh, a late entry to the Cecil Davis trail name.
0: Competition. So I'm officially dubbed El Ranchero at this point. That's
1: right. Thanks, Spencer, longtime listener, for sending that in. Hopefully, you've gotten your that don't sound right mug. But if if not, please contact our customer service staff. (laughs) Um, The email will that'll come later. But yeah, so Dave sends in a um, email about a late entry. So if you remember from episode 82, missed it by a mile. This is the epic two part a series where Cecil runs a ultra marathon and is pranked on April Fools Day by his brother. beautiful prank you yeah. you that I, I i that's one worth listening to several times yeah. <laughs> but uh, so dave says this he says this dear tdsr so Dave's uh, listened listen quite a bit. If he's addressing us he, as TDSR, uh,
0: that's really yeah, nice. he is a he's a true listener now. He's bought merchandise, uh, sent me pictures. Uh, he's all in. Oh, all that's there. great, dear TDSR. Oh.
1: I'm not sure if Cecil has been officially presented with a trail name, but he was given a name at the country mile.
0: <laughs> he is Caboosele. So the uh, <laughs> the history behind that is is um, there was. Um, Someone who was running with us, uh, his name was Ray, and I forget how we started calling him Railroad, but we started calling him Railroad for some reason. Uh, It started very early, just the banter that was going on, and so then later we were talking about nicknames again. I said, "Well, I'm Diesel," and you're Diesel, Diesel, Um, and so that was my self-given. You know, self-given names rarely Rarely really stick because my dad used to say Cecil Diesel. All right, uh, so. Um, but that's when uh, David said, came up with Caboosal. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably have an episode just on the nicknames I have been given for Cecil oh, over really? the years. Right? All right. Yeah. Cecil can be a tough name to grow up with. Yeah, I yeah. am. So can Peter. So can Peter.
1: But Dave continues, I'll be glad to come break a champagne bottle
0: on his bow at the christening ceremony.
1: <laughs> Love the show, by the way. Keep
0: talking and stay curious, Dave. So, so Dave would be a good guess. He's uh, he is one of the truly one of the funniest uh, guys you meet. Oh, he, can, well, he can tell a story very well.
1: Is Dave familiar with the swamp? Oh yeah. Well, then maybe he needs to accompany. He's us. my cousin, remember? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, mean I got cousins yeah. that Clay's my cousin that never lived around me. So, so. Clay
0: that wrote in, he's my cousin. Right. David wrote in, he's my cousin.
1: So here, things are turning really turning around for you. <laughs> People from your past are coming. People in. from my
0: past are starting that's to live. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so if you don't know, the joke is, if you're from Peter's past, you're typically you're an avid listener, you write in. If you're my past, you typically are like, i heard enough of that guy <laughs> the first time. Things are changing. Things are changing, man. It's a new day. So this isn't a mailbag, but uh, Brian kept his his word to you and has bumped our listenership. He's, All right. He has done all the uh, social media, and we have definitely seen a bump in listenership. So, Brian, thanks for that.
1: Brian, appreciate it. It was yep. still an honor to be part of that prank <laughs> and not really to be part of that prank.
0: <laughs> yeah, careful with how you word that. <laughs> the, uh, so I think probably within the month, we will pass 10,000 downloads. 10,000 downloads. You know, like if you do this on Instagram, they have like a 10K party. I wonder no. if we need to have like a 10K party. Is you that get like ten thousand followers. Oh yeah, yeah. This, this is isn't ten thousand followers. No, this no, 10, no, no. We do get a badge for it though on Podbean. All right, a ten thousand. We'll, we'll have to put, post that on our yeah our social media when
1: we hit yeah. the ten thousand.
0: So, but uh, I will interject here: if uh, you do have social media accounts and you are so inclined, um, promote us on those social media. Accounts Please do, because it really did cause us a good bump in listenership when when Brian did that.
1: Right, and we got a lot more emails. People are having fun with it so if you have fun maybe someone else will have
0: fun too well it don't sound right but this is the end of the mailbag
1: hey before we close we want to thank everyone for listening all those nine thousand downloads we don't take that for granted the hundreds of uh people that listen to us per month you know we're we're always in, in uh, astonished that people would actually that anyone listens to anyone that. <laughs> would listen to it or Zion. so it's it's great so uh, if this is your first time though, and you enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button on Apple Podcast? That's a little check mark. Also, consider rating us on your platform or giving us a review. And don't forget, uh, some great Father's Day gifts are available on the merchandise site.
0: So, Georgia was actually requesting that we create a hat. Maybe we'll create the hat specifically for Father's Day.
1: Father's Day hat? Yeah. All right. Maybe people can can give us some suggestions. Are we thinking
0: kind of a trucker hat with just the logo on there? I think we're going to be limited by our platform Ah, but yeah i'll I'll look i'll go in there and look all right we'll have to get our graphic designer involved i'm sure
1: yes she is back in the town she's back back from uh back from her schooling she's learned some new skills and we'll probably set up some new some new merch
0: and just to tease a future episode i have done something recently that peter cannot believe that i did and so Uh, i I think we're gonna have episode about this soon i uh i bought a bag of dirt uh one pound bag of dirt from georgia And we'll just leave it at that. Peter thinks uh, he takes exception to what I've done. I think I have a valid reason for doing this. So, uh, That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I'm your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other host, and he is our web designer. And go visit our website. Um, Emily is our graphic designer. Giorgio tests our merchandise, and hopefully we'll have a hat for you to test here soon. Brent is our brand ambassador. And as always, listener number one is Scott. Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious.